what is up what is up what is up ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen yes coming in at five nine 218 pounds straight out of Williamsburg Virginia he went to Bruton High School he has played a lot of basketball he knows his football stuff he is the undisputed football analyst ladies and gentlemen you might know him as the analyst but his name is dubs in the building Well, well, well. Sunday, Sunday, week 18. This is for everything. Everything, ladies and gentlemen. What is up? On this special week 18 episode of uh, The Analyst. Boy Dubs in the building. Check me out on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio. Been slacking. Yeah. Missed some, missed some key important days. Should have started last Tuesday, Thursday. Missed out on some stuff. College football was going on. The two championship games. Let's see who gets to that big national championship game. And then I missed yesterday. Fell asleep. Fell asleep, man. My bad. My bad. But uh, I'm here to recap yesterday's games. Uh, and talk about these news and inactives and who's in and out today. Because these games are very important. Because one team... Has clinched himself into the playoffs. There's no more discussions. Other other teams. One other team needs help. Two other teams to help them today. We got some big games going on today, ladies and gentlemen. Some are you win, you win the division. Some are you win, you win the playoffs. Um, playoff seeding. Draft positions um so monster games we're gonna get get to it with Steelers and Ravens that game yesterday was an ugly game weather wise this was clear weather out there in, in Baltimore Maryland is it Baltimore Maryland yeah and the game might have been a little bit closer but uh, one guy has shown up lately that just just came out of nowhere these last three games, and he has been very impressive. A guy that's been in the league, just played back up behind Ben Roethlisberger. This guy is definitely showing up. Mason Rudolph did it again. Three straight wins as he led the Pittsburgh Steelers into Baltimore in a key clutch game 
that they needed to win, knowing that the Ravens weren't going to have their starters in. They weren't going to have their best players. They might have played some of their guys, you know, just because they didn't have maybe certain backups playing. Um, but they had certain guys playing, you know, because they probably had an option and, and they probably was like, yeah, I'll play today. Why not? You know, get my stats up a little bit more, you know. Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Baltimore Ravens 17-10 to as the Steelers are now 10-7. Last year they were 9-8, didn't make the playoffs. They said they're 10-7 and, and they need some help. Now, normally, in other times of the year, you've seen teams, when it's, once they get 10 wins and they 10-6, Automatically in the playoffs. Like, ain't no question about it. But things have changed now with conference wins, division wins, and 10 wins is like, mm, that's cool. Did you get 11? No? Well, you either make it or not, but you got to wait on other teams. The Ravens had already secured a number one seed in the AFC, so resting their guys in that cold, pouring, raining uh, type of game. Uh, didn't really see any key injuries. I mean, a few, I think, had happened. Um, I'm trying to think who got hurt in that game. I don't think they showed it. Uh, but yeah, man, Mason Rudolph done it again. Man, it was 18 or 20, 152 yards. He wasn't going to throw up crazy, impressive numbers because it's raining out there. It's, yeah, I think a lot of it's it's harder to catch the football when it's it's wet. It's pause. It's uh it's flying at you fast. You got to really catch it more with your body versus your hands. Is unless you got some real, unless you really wet your gloves on the towel and kept it dry for that little bit. So when you ca caught the ball, it's a it's an easy catch. Yeah, trying to catch it with your hands in the rain is tough. Well, you played very good. Seven point six yards of pass, one touchdown. Uh, sixty eight point eight QBR, hundred fifteen point zero passer rate. Najee Harris had 26 carries, 112 yards, 4.3 yards a run, one touchdown. Seems like he's just been rejuvenated lately. Um, so many different changes. I think the quarterback change has really rejuvenated this rape. The Steelers' offense and the team as a whole is like they're playing faster, they're playing tougher. Now, T.J. Watt did get hurt. He hurt his knee. Um, I forgot what had happened. I had kind of seen it, but... Uh, it was like he was just standing there, just kind of jumped. His own teammate kind of like I think bumped into him or fell into him, but his knee buckled, and it was a gasp for the Steelers sideline because it was like, oh no, not the last game of the season. Your best player gets hurt. Got 19 sacks on the season now. Um, same on the Ravens side. I forgot who got hurt. Somebody on their defense was some, I think it was a safety or something. I can't remember what his name is. Um, but uh, Steelers got this win. They got a very key, crucial win. 
Um, Deontay Johnson, four receptions, 89 yards. He had one touchdown. Um, George Pickens really didn't do nothing in the game. He didn't get targeted at all. Uh, he probably couldn't really get off like he wanted to. <clears throat> I'm sure he's fine fit long, long as he knows that Steelers got this key win. Um, let me say something about the Steelers. Steelers are, are that one team right now that Mason Rudolph play the way he's been playing the last couple games. Not not the game yesterday, but just the other two games where he's don't like a lot of yards. This could be a dangerous team. Uh, well, he's played in four games from what I've seen. Well, three, four. But he didn't really do nothing. Coast game, that was a blowout, but throw 290 against the Bengals, 274 against the Seahawks, and now 152 against the Ravens. Ain't that type of weather. Pay attention to them Steelers. You know, one team like, like let's say TJ might have just has a sprain. And he'd be all right. He's a tough dude. He'll play through anything and stuff. Let's say he comes back. And let's say they got to play. Let's say the Dolphins win. It'd be Dolphins and Steelers in Miami. You got to think warm weather. It's nice out there. Everybody's feeling good. Uh, only you got to worry about is the heat. Let's say you got T.J. White. Maybe at 75, 80%. That's a, that's a scary team. Because they're still fast on defense. Um, they're, not, they're not a pushover as they were early in the season because their offense really was struggling. They really couldn't even get, like, barely over 300-some total yards, which was, like, weird to see. For NFL team, because most teams, they're averaging 300, 400, sometimes five together with running and passing the ball and Steelers were struggling and I think with them going with Mason going with a guy who's been there with the team for a while and who's who hasn't really shown himself but they known Mitchell Trubisky struggled in this offense and then Kenny Pickett has struggled he's like well we ain't got really a choice it's, let's see what Mason can do Mason's just like hey man they brought me back for a reason. I can't mess this opportunity up. I got to do something. And he's played impressive. He's made George Pickens get the ball more. He's made Deontay Johnson get the ball more. Uh, you've seen the running game really step up with Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. Like, scary fast team. For the Ravens, they'll have a week off. So they'll have about two weeks just to prepare to see who they face. And then they face the lowest seed. So, um, it could be the Steelers they face. It could be the Texans that they face. Uh, like, you never know. Um, but right now, <clears throat> Ravens got time to prepare. Um, get that running game straight. Lamar's been playing. <sighs> Sorry. At an MVP level, 24 touchdowns, 7 picks. Ravens team. <laughs> Probably the scariest team in the whole NFL. After what they did to the Dolphins, fifty-six and nineteen, that was that was a thrashing. 
That defense was everywhere. Roquan Smith probably been the best acquisition I've seen. They go to a team probably since the Tyreek Hill trade. Um, Kyle Hamilton has played at a Pro Bowl level. Um, their front four has been dominant. So that's a dangerous, dangerous team. Pay, pay very close attention to the Baltimore Ravens. That's a team that this might not just be, all right, we're going to do this in the regular season and then do nothing in the playoffs. No, this is other years they might have faced, like, the wrong team. It might have been a, a matchup problem where Lamar really couldn't get hot the way he wanted to. Um, but this year, the way they are playing – I don't really see, as far as the AFC teams, I don't see too many that's going to give that Ravens really scared that team. I don't I don't see too many. But um, congratulations to the Steelers again. And I think if the Jaguars win and if the Dolphins wins today, the Steelers get in the playoffs and the Bills be out in the playoffs. But we'll get to those. Houston, Texas. Houston, we don't have a problem. We don't. Let me tell you something, man. Um, CJ Stroud yesterday. Um, CJ Stroud, I think on a first drive, that man threw a 75 yard bomb, a cannon. Wrote that on Facebook and said, that man got a cannon for an arm. Threw it to Nico Collins for 75 yards. He was gone down the field, touchdown. And just to see, like, just in that first half, Nico Collins had, like, five receptions, 129 yards, and a touchdown. Those two definitely carried the Texans to a huge win on the road to clinch a playoff berth as they beat the Indianapolis Colts 23-19. C.J. Stroud played lights out. 20 or 26, 264 yards, 10.2 yards a pass, two touchdowns, no blemishes, two sacks. He got sacked two times. 88 pat, uh, QBR, 134.1 passer rating. That's what you want out of a quarterback who said, I'm trying to get my team into the playoffs. A young guy, rookie, who's played the way he's played. Uh, first Texan player in a long time that's thrown for over 4,000 yards. He got 4,108 yards, 23 touchdowns. Five picks of seven percent uh, QBR. Like, just think about it. Like, you don't put up those type of numbers unless you've been in the league for a while. And when he was coming into the draft, it was him, Bryce Young. That's all they kept talking about. Those two guys, they were just like, well, we're not sure about him. We don't think CJ has a strong arm. They kept bringing up this test and how he didn't pass it. And I'm sitting there. I watched CJ Stroud when he was at Ohio State. And he had those receivers, uh, and Jigba Smith and um, Chris Olave. I'm sitting there just like, yo, C.J. Stroud, nice. Like, if you don't draft C.J. Stroud, you're going to regret this. And um, I remember during that draft process, just be like, yo, the, the Panthers be crazy just to not get C.J. Stroud. Like, you get an arm like that, a tall quarterback like that, because he's a little bit bigger than Bryce Young. Bryce Young's more, I, I want to say, like, close to 200, maybe just 200 even. C.J. Stroud, like, this is this is why, like, 
teams are set up for success. And year one, and it and it continues because all it does is it builds confidence from the the guy, the young guys they have now, and then in an upcoming free agents are gonna watch and look and be like, "Yo, see this Stroud, nice, yo." Like he ain't just like they don't simplify the offense for him. No, they really let him just like do his thing. Like, dang. Now imagine the Tank Dell would have been playing to go with Nico Collins. You think the Colts would have stopped that? See, if Tank Dell was never hurt, him and Nico Collins both would have over 100. I'm telling you. CJ would have thrown for like 400 yards. CJ Stroud played his ass off. Nico Collins, nine reception, 195 yards, 21.7 yards to catch, one touchdown, 75 yards is the longest. For a while, he really was the only person that was getting receptions. He was the only one. Like, you really couldn't find nobody else. That was getting open but him. But they were trying to run the ball with Devin Singletary, who had 24 carries, 63 yards in that key touchdown uh, to put them ahead. Um, this Texan team, another team since they clinched in the playoffs. That's a scary team. You play this type of team, you have to be fundamentally sound on everything. You can't just think, oh, it's a young guy. He ain't never been in this position before. You realize, like, he played at Ohio State. Like, that stadium stays packed out there in Columbus, Ohio. You really think he's worried about pressure? This man played against some very elite teams in his career, especially in college. Going And then just going to the NFL, play against certain teams, and for a while he had, like, one pick. Yeah, I think it was one pick or zero picks. For the longest time, and he was up to, like, I think 15 touchdowns. And I was just like, wow. This man playing at a, a different level. He's not playing for rookie of the year. He's playing trying to win MVP, or he's trying to play, like, he's trying to get the Texans in the playoffs with, you know, D'Amico Ryan's first-year head coach, first-year quarterback. Wow. Perfect combination because you, sometimes you see – I struggle with a defensive coach and then a rookie quarterback. Man, with them, those two, they mess so perfect. This Texas team, man, wow. Watching that game yesterday, that was, that was, that felt like a playoff game. I did not feel like if I win, I get in the playoffs. No, that felt like a straight up playoff game. Both teams were playing very hard. The defenses were on top of it. Um, like stars showed out. Like Jonathan Taylor had thirty carries, one hundred eighty-eight yards, one touchdown. That he could be stopped yesterday. He did get hurt a little bit, hurt his hurt hurt his calf or his knee, and he still came back in and was playing great. Um, he was the reason why they was even pushing it down the field and getting into field goal range, and it was a fight. Texans pulled it out. I had them winning. On like these little pick things and stuff. Texans move on. Now it sucks for the Colts. Lose the last one at home, and you don't make the playoffs. Sucks for them. I think both teams would have played very good when it comes to like going into the wild card. I think both teams would have gave whoever the top seed was a real fit. It wouldn't have been an easy one, but. Uh, yeah, 
That ain't right now. The Texans. I think the Texans are. It depends. Like, let's say the Bills win, Texans are the seventh seed. Because it'll be the Browns, be the five. And let's say, in the, depending on the Dolphins and the Bills game, they'll be the sixth seed. Texans be the last seed, so then they'll play whoever the two seed is. Um, so the scenario could be if the Bills win today, the Bills will play the Texans in the first round of playoffs. Now, if the Dolphins win, it'll be Dolphins, Texans, and then Bills will be playing, um, they'll be playing the Chiefs on the road. Just depends. Just depends. And that all comes down to uh, if the Chiefs lose today and if the Jags win because the Jags could be the three seed or they could be the four seed. So it all depends on that. But uh, congratulations to the Texans. They play very well. That's a tough, gritty team. That's a team you don't really want to see right now, Um, honestly. uh, That's a team, like, that's going to really give someone some big fits. And it's good – the Cena. Let's talk about these big games for today. Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. Why is this so significant uh, for for the this Panthers and and Bucks game? Panthers not a factor into the playoffs. But they could play a spoiler if Bucks can't handle business. Like last week, Bucks fumbled the bag, playing uh, playing the Saints. Now, let's see. I'm trying to find, I'm trying to pull it up now to see like how. How everything will be, right? So if you go to the NFC side, you got the 49ers as the one, Cowboys are the two right now, Lions are three, Eagles are five, um, Rams are six. Yeah, yeah, six. Is it one, two, three, four? four. Well, the five seed. And then, because the Bucks right now, Bucks and the Packers, Seahawks, Saints, and Vikings and Falcons. The reason why, like, they have 12 teams that's still in the hunt is because, let's say, let's say, because right now I think from the the NFC South, Bucks, Saints, Falcons, let's say, I think if if the Bucks win, they win a division, they're in. Clear cut. They win, they end. They're the four seed. So then they'll be right behind the Lions. Bucks lose today. They out. Saints win today. They're in. They'll be NFC South champs, but they play the Falcons. Same for the Falcons. They win, they're in. If the the Bucks and it's, you know, beating the Saints. <clears throat> As for the NFC East, Cowboys play Washington. 
at home. Eagles play the Giants. Um, Cowboys win division champs. They'll be the two seed. They lose. They become the five seed. And if the Eagles win, they'll be the two seed. They'll be division champs. They're both playing in the division today. So it's going to be very tough for both teams. Giants played the Eagles very tough last time. And I think this time, this one's on the road, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, Eagles and Giants. Yep, this one, Eagles got to go on the road. And they've been beaten and battered, injuries. Cowboys got to play on the road, too. So it's not a guarantee that the teams that's not in the playoffs for the Giants or the Commanders, that they ain't going to come out and ball out. Um, but uh, <clears throat> whoever wins and whoever loses... Between the Cowboys and the Eagles, that's who wins the division, and that's who becomes the five seed. Rams clinch the playoff first. They have nothing to worry about. Now, to get that last seed, Packers win versus the Bears. Even though the Bears are 7-9, the Packers are just one game ahead of them. And if the, I think if the Packers wouldn't have won last week, the Bears would have had a chance to get in the playoffs, and they would have the number one seed. Ain't that crazy? But if the Packers win today, they're in automatically. They lose, this percentage drops to 16%. So that means if the Seahawks win versus the Cardinals, they get in with a higher percent versus the Vikings because the Vikings are 7 and 9, Seahawks are 8 and 8. So Seahawks play Arizona, Vikings play Detroit. Now, Detroit might be sitting there starters. They might not play nobody. So the Vikings just can just get a win. But that might not mean nothing. Because even if they win, they still have to hope that the Seahawks lose and the Packers lose just to get in the playoffs. But it's a small chance right now. Only only team I can see that they, they might slip up, it might be the Packers because they got to play the Bears. Bears might come out play very them play them very tough. Um, um, cause don't sleep on them. Like, like just understand like the way the Bears played last week versus who did they play last week? They beat uh oh, I gotta go back. I just saw it too last week. And they beat somebody. <clears throat> when they beat the Falcons, 37-17. Imagine if that would have been, like, the craziest story ever. To see that the Bears get in the playoffs. When, like, everything was written off for Justin Fields and everything and stuff. Like, the Bears can play spoiler and do what the Lions did last year. Beat them, make sure they don't get in the playoffs. And be like, yeah. Yeah, gonna be sending it home with us, but they're playing in Green Bay, so it's fifty-fifty. Jordan Love is gonna have to show out, and Justin Fields is gonna have to show up. But so many playoff implications for the NFC. It's massive today. It's massive. But let's even get to the AFC, right? Let's talk about these key games, cause uh, whew, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Now, their seeding, that's kind of almost concrete. It's more so Dolphins than the Bills 
is one could be the two, the other one could be the six. Um, now, now this is huge for the Texans. With that win today, the Jaguars lose to the Titans. Texans are AFC South champs. They'll be the four seed. I didn't know this. They'll be the four seed. So now, I would think D'Amico Ryans would be coach of the year. Because you got a quarterback's rookie of the year. And y'all made the playoffs. And you won the division two. And do not sleep on them Titans. Just because they're out of the playoff picture does not mean that the Titans ain't going to try to play spoiler versus the Jags. Pay attention, folks. Pay attention. Now, with the Steelers winning, like I said, it just depends on a couple things, right? I think the Steelers need the Jags to win and the Dolphins to win to get in the playoffs, right? Because there's only one spot. Now, I think if the Bills win, yeah, I think if the Bills win and knocks the Steelers out, Jags get in regardless. I think. I want to say that. I think. No. I think if the Bills win and the Jags, yeah, I think if the the Bills win and the Jags win, the Steelers out. Yep. But if the Bills win and Jaguars lose, Steelers still get that last spot. But the Bills will be AFC East champs. Dolphins will become sixth seed. Um, a lot of scenarios. But if the Jaguars win, they're hundred percent in. Bills win, they're 100% in. But if they lose, if they lose, and then the Jaguars win the Dolphins, well, the Dolphins will already have beaten them. Bills will be out of the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen, at 10-7. and seven. Remember how I mentioned this? You would think 10-7 and seven is the clear cut. Oh, you win the playoffs, you good. Nope. For the Bills, it's because of their conference record. They lose today to the Dolphins, the last game of the night, Sunday night game. They lose. They're out. Dunzo. There's only two spots open. And they're talking about division and that seventh seed. They ain't talking about the sixth seed. The other teams that's already clinched is Ravens, Dolphins, Chiefs, Texans, Browns. They're the only teams that clinched. Five teams. The three teams in the AOC is the Bills, the Steelers, and Jags. And these teams need help. Steelers handled business last night. Bills got to deal with the anxiety tonight. It's big pressure in Miami. And then Jags, they just got to get this win to get in the playoffs. Like I said, do not see one of the Titans. Another game, they are on the road. So you have no idea what the Titans will have off their sleeve and stuff and how hard they're going to play. And so many key things that's going to happen today. That everyone needs to watch for. Like, I'm going to be watching certain games, like especially like Falcons and Saints. I'm going to be paying attention. Because I know for a fact, especially in the playoff picture, 
like I gave certain scenarios, Saints win today. All they need is the Bucks to slip up, trip up against the Panthers. Boom, they the AFC South, NFC South champs in the playoffs. Same with the Bears and Packers. That's a four twenty five game. Jordan Love go out there and play lights out, get this over with first half, and he sits, and they secure their win. They in, they in the playoffs. Who would have thought that A. Rod couldn't get them in the playoffs last year? They lost some lines at home. Jared Goff went in there and played outstanding. Jordan Love come in his first year, and there's so many questions about him. He's played in certain games and played terrible. In the absence of A-Rod being hurt, he comes in this year. He got 30 touchdowns, 11 picks, 3,843 yards. He's going to have over 4,000 yards passing. And he gets him to the playoffs his first year. Matt LaFleur should be considered coach of the year. Right behind D'Amico Rides. Right behind him. I'm telling you. Like, so many different things that can happen today. Like, it's not a guarantee that the Eagles will beat the, the Giants today. It's not. It's really not. If Tyrod is playing today, I guarantee you he's going to think, I have to think about next year. Either they keep me as a backup or they consider me to start, at least. Because they played better when I started versus when Daniel Jones played. Tommy DeVito... He played all right. He just had some good games. I think they finally just let him just be like, hey, play loose. You ain't got to play so scared. And I think that's why uh, he started playing better until he got hurt. But um, I'm telling you, there's so many massive games. And the one game I got to really pay attention to is because I have to watch this. I have to pay attention to this. The big game of the night. Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. Early in the week, Dolphins had 25 guys on the injury list. 18 of them, some of them didn't practice. So, yeah, seven guys that were considered that they could play. Now, as you can see, Today, Jalen Waddle, Rohim Moser, Javon Holland, Jerome Baker. Questionable. Jerome Baker's been out for weeks with a knee injury. They said he'll play today. Javon Holland, his his knees got hurt last week. He might not play today. But it, it said his estimated return might be today. He's not playing today. Rohim Moser, his, both his knees are hurting him. They said he's not going to play today. Jalen Waddle with his high ankle sprain. They're optimistic he practiced, but they're saying he might not play today. Even though it says the estimated return date is today, it's a small possibility the only Jerome Baker is the only one playing. This game is massive. The way the Bills have been playing these last couple games, Bills have been on a tear. They've been like, hey, everybody wrote us off like we weren't supposed to be nothing. Bill started shutting teams up, beating them up, and doing what they're supposed to. The Bills coming to this game with this mindset 
of we win, we're division champs again. Four years straight. Clear cut. Move. You held it down for like a lot of weeks. That's cool. We struggled. We started clawing back and y'all slid it slip. Nah, move. Josh Allen has played at an MVP level. I'll probably say the race is Lamar Jackson, Chris McCaffrey, Josh Allen. And Tyreek Hill. Josh Allen has 3,947 yards, 27 touchdowns, 16 INT, 68.2 QBR. Now you think, all right, those are all right. What about... When he runs the ball, right? This year, he has 15 rushing touchdowns. So, 15 plus 27 makes it, what's that, 42 touchdowns. Craziness. When they're in the red zone, they know for a fact, it's either going to Josh or he's going to find a tight end or he's finding the Stephon Diggs. Um, this Bills team is so dangerous. And you got to think, how many injuries they had for weeks losing certain guys, key defensive guys. And they still are right there. All they have to do is win in the end and win the AFC East. You lose, you're out. But that's only if. Yeah, I think I think if they lose, they're out. I think so. Because the Steelers won. Now, if the Jaguars lose, I think the Bills still get in the playoffs. So, now if the Dolphins beat them, they will see the Bills again that following week in Miami. So, I think what the Dolphins are going to be watching for throughout the whole day, they're going to be watching that Jaguars game very close. They're going to be watching it very close, right? Because the Steelers already handled business. And they're going to be watching that score. And they're going to see if Trevor Lawrence is playing today or not, whatever. And they're going to be paying attention to certain things that's going on. And they're going to know for a fact, all right, if the Jaguars are losing, we know for a fact we're going to have to see them again. We're going to have to see them again. Now, the Bills win today. The offense go to the sixth seed. So the Bills would then take on the Steelers in the first round of the playoffs. Be a great matchup. Be a tough competitive one. The Dolphins would then have to travel to Kansas City where they're saying it's six degrees and it's snowing. It's going to be snowing like crazy out there. Do the Dolphins really want to travel to Kansas City where the passing game ain't going to really be a factor? It's going to be more so running. And you got to deal with Chris Jones, who, who's a disruptive force in that running game, especially up the middle. Do y'all really want to see that? Because I know Patrick Mahomes ain't going to have the greatest of games, but he will try to keep the play alive. What do you do to it? Seriously, like, how do you, how do you combat that? Like, like, what do you do? 
So the Dolphins have to be paying attention to a lot of things today. They know for a fact they can't slip up. This is for everything, even with injuries. That if Tua does what he's supposed to do today, and he wins with, let's say, they ain't no Moser, they ain't no Waddle today, and he finds some way to win with Tyreek and the rest of his guys, Devon A. Chan and Cedric Wilson, Braxton Berrios, Durham Smythe, um, he finds some way to get this win, and they pull it out, Jeff Wilson Jr., they get this win. They beat them. And let's say the Jags do lose and they got to take on Buffalo. Hey, that's fine. They'd be like, all right, that's cool. We'll take on y'all. Now, if the Jaguars win, like I said, Jaguars win, Dolphins win, Bills are out. So then that moves the Steelers up to the sixth seed. Jaguars will be the seventh seed. So then... Uh, depending on their conference record, let's look at theirs. Let's look at these two teams, see what their conference record. Because who would be playing who? Um, let's see. Where are you? Jaguars and Let's go to the Jags. The Jaguars conference record. It'll be six and five. The Steelers will be seven and five. So that means the Steelers will be the six seed, the Jags will be the seven seed. So then that means like I said, the Steelers will move up. They will be in the place of where the Bills are right now. Jags will be the seventh seed. The Dolphins will take on the Jaguars in the first round and they'll be playing at home where it's nice and warm weather. The tide the tides will turn. And if you don't have a healthy uh Trevor Lawrence and he's not himself, and let's say they be like, we got to play C.J. Beathard. Like right now, as of today, he's questionable with a right shoulder, left finger, who is listed as questionable for Sunday game. He's turning in the right direction ahead of the 1 o'clock game. So he could play today. But like I said, you're playing a, a gritty Titans team who has really nothing to play for. Mike Vrabel is basically going to dictate if, if they, if the Titans, and you got to think how hard they going to want their coach to stay back. And then they're going to want their coach to walk out the door and leave. They're going to play so tough. Them Jags, I'm like, dang, they playing like they trying to get in the playoffs. And if the Titans don't handle what they need to handle and they lose, and the Titans win, it's game over. So then the Bills will sit there and look like, all right, we win. We play the, we play the Steelers next week. We lose. We just got to come back over to Miami again next week. Okay. Okay. So there's so many wild stuff. It could happen. For today. And both teams are going to be watching everybody, everybody, and trying to figure out where where are we going to be seated. Dolphins, they need this. 
They need this game. The Miami Dolphins need this game in the worst way. They'll be the AFC East champs first time since 2008. It'll be the first time they'll be a two seed since 2002. 2002. 2002, I was, let's see, I started high school in 2003, so I was in the eighth grade. Last time Dolphins were a two seed. Now, I, I know what happened in that game. Oh, I know what happened big time. We played the, the freaking Jaguars, and they put up 63 on us. Yikes. That's why I don't like. That's the stuff I don't like. Trying to tell you, man. Let me see. All right. So, if you look at the Dolphins injury list, Javon Holland, I mean, Xavier Howard's out today. He's not playing. So, he'll be back next week. He hurt his foot last week. He's back next week. Isaiah Wynn is out today. Quadriceps. But, he could be back next week. And so, so that could help the, long, the offensive line problems. And then, like I said, there's certain questionable guys today. Moser is unlikely to play today. And then Waddle isn't expected to play today. Isn't. And then Javon Hollins has been downgraded to questionable. And Jerome Baker has been activated. Tool needs to show out. Tool needs to show up and show out. Prove to the world the reason why you believe you've been leading the league in passing, passing yardage. The reason why your name was getting so much buzz, and the reason why the Dolphins were trending so high. The reason why you're seven and one at home. You have to tonight shut all the doubt up. Beating the Cowboys was one thing, close game. Last time the Bills played you, the Bills put a hurting on you. Bills wanted to make a statement. They saw what the Dolphins were doing. And this was the week after they beat um, the, the Broncos. They played the, Dolph they played the Dolphins. Smacked them. 48 to 20. You don't put up 70, then give up 48. Dolphins need this win for their franchise. They let certain games slip, like against the Eagles. They lost 31-17. Lost to the Chiefs, 21-14. They let it slip. They beat who they needed to beat. Slipped up against the Titans. They'd be 12-4 and right now. If they would have won that game, the division would have been theirs. They would have just been – this would have been just for seeding, just for the Bills. If the Dolphins would have beat the Titans, because then the Dolphins would have been 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 – that would have been 6-0, and like I was trying to say. But they slipped up. I guess the Titans are letting them out, hustling them out, uh, physical them. They need this game in the worst way. No more excuses. If Tyreek supposed to be in this MVP discussion, he's supposed to be one of their best players. I need Tyreek Hill to go off today. He needs to burn these corners. If I'm Mike McDaniel, open the whole playbook up. I ain't just opening up just for these are certain miles going to Tyreek. 
Nah. Nah. I'm opening it up for everybody. Because now everybody's got to be open. It can't be just Tyree. Everybody's got to be open. Telling you. Braxton Burrios, Cedric Wilson. They got to get off their blocks. They got to get off um, and get open for, for Tua. Make... Make that Bills defense really be like, all right, we know how, we know what to do with them. Play underneath. See, when they had Jalen Waddle, they struggled. They couldn't get no rhythm going or nothing. Took everything away. They played. It was like the weirdest game to watch on TV because it, it wasn't up tempo. It was just they played with this type of thought. Well, Dolphins struggle against physicality teams that's being physical so all they were doing it was like bullying them and they, and they punished the Dolphins Dolphins today gotta be more physical yeah you love you lost Bradley Chubb last week to ACL injury he shouldn't have been in the game Andrew Van Ginkle Emmanuel Acho Oh, Emmanuel Agba. I need those guys to step up. I need Raekwon Davis to step up. Christian Wilkins. Zach Zyler. You get Jerome Baker back. You can sit Duke Riley. Duke Riley's been struggling. Cameron Good. It's going to come down to that defense. Just like... Tyreek don't have Jalen Waddle. Jalen Ramsey don't have his Xavier Howard. So, Cater Kadu, Nick Needham, Brandon Jones, Deshaun Elliott, this is your this is your time. You have to step up. Josh Allen will attack. He ain't got to attack deep down the field. He'll attack that intermediate and kill you all game. If they play two tight ends, oh. Dawson Knox, Dalton, Dalton Kincaid will kill you through the middle. And then if Cater Cardu is playing Stephon Diggs, which I'm hoping, and Jalen Ramsey will be like, nah, give me him. Let him guard uh, Gabriel Davis because they don't he don't really look his way. You put Jalen Ramsey on Stephon Diggs, you make Josh Allen really look and have to think about who he's doing to, I guarantee this game will be very different. It's going to be a very, a very crazy type of, like, I'm telling you, the Dolphins needs this game in the worst way. Ah, crucial Sunday. You see the scenarios. You've seen, like, what the importance of some of these games are. Like, for the Rams and 49ers, 49ers ain't going to play their starters, so the Rams going to get this win. For seeding purposes, they need this. Browns is a seeding game, so they could win. They can just dominate, get get the Bengals out of here in the first half, and then they can sit their sit guys. Lions can do that too. Um, 
for the Chiefs, it's the same way. Like, I'm going to go do some game picks. I'm going to say the Bucks get this win today. Bucks win, division champs, NFC South champs. Baker Mayfield should play good. It shouldn't be no worries. I got the Bucks. I got the Rams to beat the 49ers because the 49ers are going to bench their starters. I got the I got the Browns to handle the Bengals without no issue. I got the the Vikings to beat the Lions. I got the Jaguars to I got the Titans to beat the Jaguars today. Yes, I do. Because they're not going to want to watch their head coach walk out the door like that. Ryan Tannehill is playing today. I think he shows up. He still got D-Hop, Derrick Henry. Come on. I got the Saints beating the Falcons because the Falcons have QB issues and they better start looking at uh, Justin Fields and a trade. As soon as the season over, trade him ASAP. I don't want to hear nothing else. You better not draft another quarterback. I have the Packers beating the Bears in a close one. Very, very close game. I got the Raiders beating the Broncos. Only because of what they did to Russell. It's still messed up to me. The Eagles and Giants is going to be a close game. It's going to come down to a field goal. But the Eagles are going to sneak by the Giants. They're going to get this win. Eagles. Seahawks and Cardinals. Cardinals will beat the Seahawks today. <laughs> James Conner will have over 1,000 yards rushing. Here's the reason why they selected him to the Pro Bowl. Seahawks been struggling, stopping that run, or keeping Geno clean. Cardinals going to win this game. The Chiefs handled the Chargers quick. They should be out by at least first half, if not third quarter. Chiefs. Cowboys will beat the Commanders. With the Cowboys having the better division record, Cowboys will be the NFC East champs, making the Eagles be the six seed. Cowboys be the two seed. And the game of the night, the game of the week, the game of the century. This is for everything. I'm going with the Miami Dolphins to beat the Buffalo Bills in a close one. But Tua got to play lights out. He has to attack. He has to. This is, you got to get revenge for the game early in the season. This is not for just, I need this for validation. You need, this is payback. We need to get the Bills out of here. If you don't want to see the Bills at all in the whole playoffs and the Jaguars do win, beat the Bills. Get them out of here. That's all I'm saying. Make your bets, people. ESP bets. I'm going to try that today. See what I can do. I ain't been hit with nothing with FanDuel. Terrible. This is it. If this is for your fantasy football championship, if this is for the marbles, if you're winning for money or a trophy or something, put your put the guys who you 
who are going to be backups in and watch them put up numbers. I'm telling you, you'll win. But yeah, man. This is Dubs in the building. It's that 55th episode of The Analyst. Check me out on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Facebook, like page at Dubs in the building, TikTok, Dubs in the building 24, Snapchat, Young Dubs 26. That's so much mucus still. Dang. Pay attention to these games today. I might be at home watching. I might be out. I don't know yet. I don't know. Thinking about it. I'd be dashing. I'd be making some money. I might be playing Call of Duty. Who knows? Pay attention to these close games. The early ones. The early games. Jaguars, Titans. Pay attention to Bucks and Panthers. Pay attention to Browns and Bengals. Um, late games. Bears and Packers. Giants and Eagles. Even the Cowboys in Washington, they both made sure they both on 425. So they like, all right, y'all score. All right, we got to score. We got to win this game. Hey, man, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm gonna, Once the playoff seedings are set in stone, I'm going to talk about that. And I'm going to talk about the national championship game um, that's going down. I think it's tomorrow, I want to say. Um I want to say, let me see, between Washington and Michigan. Is that tomorrow? Is that tomorrow? Yep, Monday. I got to talk about the game. Michael Penix Jr. versus J.J. McCarthy. 14-0 versus 14-0. Talk about that game. Y'all have got some good Sunday. Right out there. Probably chilly. I'm about to chill. See if I can make some money. Y'all have a good rest of the day. Peace.